Welcome, everyone, to another live edition of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my co-host, James Haskell. And on, on a Sunday where, you know, my what a difference a week makes, Jimbo. I mean, last week, the Ravens have a tough loss against a, a lesser opponent in the Indianapolis Colts and the rest of the North all win, and some in pretty spectacular fashion. You fast forward to today, not only do the Ravens win, they do so in dominant fashion, but the rest of the North all takes an L, uh -huh. and they look bad doing it. I mean, holy smokes. With today, Today's a good day, Jimbo. Good day. Absolutely. You're, I couldn't be uh, – I couldn't agree with you more, Glenn. I mean, yeah. So relative to the – outside of just the way the Ravens look, just like you said, I don't know. Do we know the situation with Kenny Pickett's knee? I mean, I don't know what's going on nope. there. I know he was out for the game, but obviously we got them coming up next week. Uh, Not good. Yep. Dominant game today, and and we can talk about that. I know obviously Deshaun Watson didn't play when you got your two best offensive players out. This is a game that we're supposed to win, and we won it the way we're supposed to. So you know yep. that's all you can really do. But also, man, the, the Bengals just doo doo and just garbage, hot hot garbage. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about all of it. Obviously, specifically this Ravens game. Yeah, is it so? It's so funny when you're a fan of uh, of football team, right? Because uh, a whole week can make a, a world there. I'm not even thinking about the Indianapolis game anymore no. at all. Forget about it, man. No, uh, and I'm done. excited to talk about this one. So uh, it's been a while since we've seen Lamar on the bench in the fourth quarter, man. Yeah, man. Hey, look, it's it's actually it's normal. I saw the graphic. This is our 49th meeting between the Ravens and the Browns. Up to this point, the Ravens own the series 35 to 13, Jimbo. So now wow. it's 36. To 13. So look, this is just what happens when the Ravens and Browns play, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's par for the course. Yes. And uh, something that, that we should come to expect. Uh, but it has been a while, at least, you know, because of Lamar's injuries and stuff like that and the up and down stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just want to say this off the top mm -hmm. because I'm pretty sure I got every other thing wrong today, <laughs> except for the fact that the Ravens won. I don't care. I'm so happy. So happy. I'm elated that Brandon Stevens got what he deserved. Yes, sir. It's just that, you know, you feel good for a kid like that. It's just been busting his butt, working hard, and finally the ball just ends up, boop. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been any easier. And, and good for him, man, for, for being in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. He, he fell down like that thing was a punt. And Jimbo, he got to show off his running back skills, man. He, he ain't did. Ran on his hands it's quite some time man he got to turn back the clock a little bit hey that's how many other corners would have hit that spin move like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying bro? i mean man he's dangerous with the ball in his hands now they're lucky he doesn't have any ball skills exactly but heck of a play i thought didn't was that i think that was a play roquan, roquan kind of uh, put one on somebody it, yeah well it was roquan and mallet kind of yeah um, yeah which is another positive i want to talk about as well dude does mallet look good or what Dude, what a big time. I mean, look, he's got a lot of slot experience, but most thought he was pretty big drop-off from our Darius Washington. He might be, but in this game, he played well. Now, he played well against a young backup quarterback uh, in DTR, but you got to give credit where it's due. Um, yeah, I just like his physicality and and, his, and in the, the way he was moving quickly and he was physical, like – you're yeah. right. I mean, you got to take into consideration the, the guy you're up against, but I just like that he was ta he was tackling uh, out there, not afraid of it. Yeah. Bring on oh, physicality. Physical. Yeah, physical. I didn't expect that. I'm being totally honest, I just wasn't expecting that from him, and I was happy to see him. And he was playing. Um, and hey. the other thing I, I, I was just gonna say, 
dude, I didn't know a lot about the kid, um, the backup for the Browns. I, I probably should know more being that he's a UCLA kid, but, um, look, his first game, it wasn't great. He's got a whip on him. Yeah. He's he can got whip some, that football. Uh, he I mean, can move. He can, he can move. move. I, you know, yeah. that's all about all I got to say, but. It was a I tough mean, game for him. It's a lot to ask when when your starter gets hurt on Friday uh, in preparing for the Ravens. I mean, he didn't have a lot of time. It's not like he had the whole week to prep right. and game plan. The coaches had to make this up. So it was a tough, tough scenario. But like well, that's what happens when you, said. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Roquan was right what he said before the game. He said, look, we're going in there to beat him in front of their wife and kids, dude. That's what they did. <laughs> Have you ever seen that uh, military? This, I think it was a retirement speech, if I'm not mistaken. A guy was retiring from the active military, from active duty from the military. He was a high up ranking official, and he said uh, he was giving a warning to other countries. Basically, oh, that, like, I saw that. And he was like, I'm, "I'm gonna butch it, butcher it." But he basically said, "Rest assured that you know, if you want to pick a fight with the United States, you know, we won't be the ones to start it, but." Certainly, somebody else will raise your children. Yeah, right. That like was brutal. That was brutal. Like that's yeah. what that made me think of. Like when Rokal was like, "Yeah, well, yeah," but he's got a point. That's what yeah. you do when you go into the other team's uh, home. Manny says, "Did either of you end up taking the over on twenty-three and a half passing touchdowns for Lamar?" I'm sweating over here. He keeps rushing them in <laughs> near perfect from eight. Uh, can't really ask for much more out of him. Yeah, four touchdowns, but two. To come on the ground, I mean, look, he's been absolutely four, four in his bag. In two weeks. Yeah, on the ground, he's been sensational. Even last week where we had the loss, he goes for over 100. Yep. But, yeah, four touchdowns today, Jimbo. I mean, holy smokes. I only wish I had him on my fantasy team. Right? Am I right, Jimbo? Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth right now. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong, uh, bro? Uh, anyway, yes, Manny, you are right. Uh Lamar's been doing it on the ground. It looks a little different, though, doesn't it? Like, I feel like he's being used more appropriately in the red zone um, than – not that he wasn't used appropriately before, but, like, I feel like the lion's share of his stuff in 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 the past was designed middle-of-the-field power stuff where a lot more is right. outside, and it's it seems more timely, like more appropriately uh, used, right? Because yeah. Lamar's an absolute weapon with his ball in the hands in the red zone. Right. So yeah, you, use so it right. like yep. what's yep. what's what's the point of doing otherwise? You know what I mean? Let's not complicate our lives. So um, I I think that was excellent. One from a from a uh, oh, I had I wrote something down. Um, oh, and then another positive. I had, I had some positive and negatives here from a running perspective. It's nice to see Justice Hill back, and he popped mm. off some nice ones. Looks like Wait. he's rounding back into form. I'm excited to see him back out there. But um, yeah, man, Lamar looked good. No complaints from yeah. me. Hey, I'll yeah, tell I, you this though: the, the defense did our our offense a ton of favors, right? We got a lot of short fields today. Well, I think what we saw is that, like everyone knows, football is complementary, and yeah, if your offense absolutely. isn't playing well, it's going to make your defense look a lot worse. We see it with the Jets after Aaron Rodgers goes down; all uh, of a sudden, their defense looks human. You can't tell me that's not a top three defense if Aaron Rodgers is still healthy. But they're mm-hmm. a different animal when Kyle Wilson's out there throwing to the other team and giving their defense no chance. Ravens O's Nation says. The Browns is the Browns. P.S. Uh, O's playoff. Let's go. Yeah, and, right. and shout to the Norfolk Tide. Won the Triple A National Championship last night with a bunch of guys that are future Orioles. Shout to all those guys. I think Cowser hit the game, the game-winning Grand Slam, four hundred and fifty-five footer. So shout out to the Norfolk Tide, uh, holding it down for Triple A, winning the National Championship. But yeah. 
the Browns are the Browns, and I'm not mad about it. I'll say this. Miles Garrett is a problem. Like, yes. that guy is absolutely terrifying. Like, holy smokes. But, yeah, the Browns – look, not, not many teams are going to win with their backup, but there's a big difference between the backup we saw last week and the backup we saw this week. Minshew has got a lot of play experience. Yeah. He's a gunslinger. He's a tough SOB. He's not a rookie. Done. No, he is right. a guy who's been around the league a long time. This was a this was the backup performance you'd expect, Jimbo. Yeah, and like you said on 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 short notice. The other thing too, do you think I was wondering this? And I'm not a Browns fan. How many Browns fans that already don't like Deshaun Watson saw him when the camera just panned over to the sidelines? Like, dude, why did we give you all this guaranteed money for you to just? Pull a Kawhi Leonard on a Friday. What? And well, like, it is interesting because Derek Carr had the same injury. In fact, he went to the hospital last week. He gutted it out, and he's sudden, playing this week with it with an eight with the same with worse injuries. I was and he suited it up. So you calling Derek Carr Tony Parker? Is that what you're doing? Well, I'm you remember that saying, whole internal thing? He's tough. Tony? He's tough. He, he's out there today after. Yeah. I just wonder if that couldn't. if that if that contract was structured a little different. Oh, maybe he. Uh, you know, yeah, might have yeah. toughed that one out. Just saying, but yeah, uh, not a lot I, of incentive. No sweat on my there. back. No, no, I ain't mad. No. D- Doug Cruzen says, "Glenn and Jimbo, how about them MF and Ravens, baby? Let's mm-hmm. freaking go!" That's right. I'm trying to keep it uh, PG around here, Doug. But we appreciate the enthusiasm. Trust me. So yes, no, no. I mean. So happy to get a win. Just absolutely refreshed. Uh, had a lot of positive takeaways from this game, both offensively and defensively. Geno yeah. Stone with another one, man. Dude. Freaking Geno. Geno Stone, I don't care. Hey, look, first of all, I was shocked to see Marcus Williams not up for this game after practicing all week. I don't yeah. understand that entirely, but uh, I hope it doesn't mean there was some sort of a setback at the end of the week after media's uh, wasn't able to observe. But I wonder if they once they knew the backup was going. Could be, just give another week. You know what I mean? I wonder if they would have known with enough time to be like, yeah, well, let's just give it a week, you know? Could be, could be. But, uh, you know, typically if a guy's ready to go, he's out there. But Gino, I don't care when Marcus or if he comes back, Gino Stone's got to play every single game. He's got to play a ton. And I'm sure they're going to find a role because there is, even with Mollette playing well today, I think there's still a need for Kyle Hamilton to be more towards the line of scrimmage and play more of a slot corner role. So, I think we're going to see Gino all year. We're going to see three safeties. They've done it before, and yep. they have no problem doing it again. I'm sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Gino has earned himself uh, has earned himself the clock and absolutely forced himself on the field. So even when Marcus does comes back, come, does come back. There's no way you just sit that kid on the sideline. He's playing too well. And then the other safety, of course, Kyle Hamilton, another pick to, to seal the game. Also had a great game in of you know in and of uh, itself. Outside of the pick, looked really good. The whole defense looked good, and as you imagine, they would. Um, with the with the the likes of backup quarterback and before I get to it's just Quan I just want to say, dude I don't think I've ever felt pity towards uh, a Jadavian Clowney before in my life but after today, dude can so you get it like my gosh and <laughs> so then there close. was I felt like at the end of the game he kept getting so close and he was coming with so much speed that he was just like trying to club at the guy you know what I'm saying like he just run like WWE yep. wrestling where you're like close close line him yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. but uh, for Glowney. Anyway, it's just Quan says, can Munkin chill with the screens? Good win. Uh, but is it just, is it me or does Munkin play conservative too much? Push the ball down the field. We got a lot of players back next week. 
uh, my sleeper, Keaton Mitchell. So there's a lot there, Quan. I want to say a couple of things in your thoughts as well, Glenn, because I, I noticed two trends. One, the screens, but I think it was our second drive. It was still in the first half. It was just a weird series of six or seven plays that it was, you know, I think that was a three and out, but it was like two consecutive drives where it was like, these were just odd plays. You know, it's just kind of weird. And, and my hope is that him and Lamar are still getting comfortable with another. Because then if you look at the contrary where it was a third and 29, is that what it was? Or was a second and 29 where he hit the long one to Zay and he was able to improvise? It's oh, almost, beautiful. you know, it's almost like in a situation like that in comparison to where the whole playbook is open, you know, when you allow Mar- uh, Lamar to play a little bit more backyard football, but how do you only get the good and 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 kind of mitigate the stuff where you take the losses he potentially gets hurt. You know what I mean? So I think Munkin is still trying to navigate that is what I'm hoping is happening. But the other thing too is that you you called this out last week in the Colts game. It was another trend I saw on another big, th- big third down in the game. Duvernay got his first ball and he almost mm-hmm. made it as a first down. But there's this weird trend of like, okay, it's a big play. Let's get the ball to a guy that hasn't touched the ball all game. As far yeah. as like, you know, offensively. So those are two things that kind of stood out to me for Munkin. I, I, it's not that I... I don't know if the conservative thing, it might be too early to tell, but the play calls, there's just some goofy ones out there, but you're never going to call a perfect game. So I think that's mm-hmm. part of Munkin and Lamar getting to know each other. But that trend I did think was weird with the whole Duvernay thing since you pointed out. I was like, man, there it goes again, you know? Yeah, and they didn't start well. Look, they go in their first four drives, they had three three and outs. And the one in the middle there, their third drive where they scored a touchdown, it was set up. It was only a 10 yard touchdown because it was set up by uh, the defense. So, they didn't start well. And in their fourth, their fifth drive, they had a fumble in five plays. So in their first five drives, they had one successful one and they had four stinkers. So mm-hmm. you're right. But as far as the screens, to me, they were throwing screens at Miles Garrett because Miles Garrett is so hell bent and getting to the passer like that. He doesn't even pause to think there could be a screen getting thrown over his head. Right. He don't give a damn. So he's tearing up upfield and they're trying to dump screens over his head to try and take advantage of his aggression. So I understand it, but what I, I put a note, I said, uh, I said the Ravens can't protect Lamar Jackson. So they're trying to get the ball out of his hands quick because they have no time to get anything down the mm-hmm. field. But that means they have no verticality to the offense. It allows the Browns to completely crowd the box. And then they, they come up, they press our receivers. So it's like, it, it thro- which throws off the timing and it makes it hard to get the ball out of the hands quick. At the beginning, they had, they had to find the run game, which they found out of the shotgun, which was huge. And, they had no answer for for uh, Miles Garrett. Absolutely no answer for that guy. And so they thought, let's get the ball out of the hands quick. But then we weren't challenging anything down the field. So it, it was kind of tough. But at the end, Lamar just went absolutely nuts. Like, he just took over. He started hitting throw. Dude, that throw he hit to, like you said, the on-the-run throw to, to Zay across Jose. the middle. But that touchdown to Mark Andrews in the back right corner of the end zone – Oh I mean, gosh. the placement on that ball, dude, was absolutely unbelievable. He Insane. went, he went crazy, dude, on the ground through the air. He started hitting throws that the dude that that play to um to Mark Andrews where he st- he steps up because there's a pressure to the right. He steps up, dodges it inside, runs to the line of scrimmage, then throws it across his body to left to Mark, who yep. then stops on a dive, makes a guy miss, and turns up. Yeah, he was Lamar was fantastic today, absolutely unbelievable on every play. Except for that damn fumble, uh, where he tried to lay it, it up. Dude, he tried to lay it. He like, tried like him, a layup. A into, little, <laughs> little jelly roll on it. 
Yeah, what? like you gotta stick that in his chest, man. But every other play, Lamar was fantastic today. Yeah, no, I I I think you're right. I was gonna say, you know, that across the body. So he had one to Mark, he had one to Justice, he had one that came back to Justice. Oh, Melvin think, Gordon? Too. That the Melvin Gordon one, the drop what? in the bucket. Yeah, there were some some incredible plays today. And shout out to Melvin Gordon for, you know, we're talking about Geno Stone and you know, Melvin is really carving out a bit of a role for himself. And let's hope he can continue to hold on to the football, right? Because he's uh he's looking good. I mean, uh, DK just, you know, and somebody else brought it up, Keaton Mitchell. But I, I think if Melvin Gordon keeps playing this way and Justice stays healthy, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, not saying that Keaton doesn't deserve an opportunity, but, you know, I, I don't know. Well, if Justice we'll goes down, then you're going to bring him in. For sure. Explosive. Right, you're right. Justice was he yeah. was quick, bro. He yeah. was showing. You can't it keep today. the wheels under him. Exactly. You can't keep the dang old wheels Turf under him. God is that, man. I know. Yeah, Sean Fisker says, "What an amazing win." That is right, Sean. That throw to Mark in the corner of the end zone was a thing of beauty. So stoked. Glenn said it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was just perfect, beautiful. Mark sunned three players all at the same time. My mother-in-law is here. We just came back from California. She's watch, sitting out watching the game with me, and uh, she looked. Oh, she doesn't really care about football. She looked over to me like this. Did he just catch that? <laughs> like, yeah, he caught that. She was like, yeah. over three guys? Yeah, over three guys. He just caught yeah. that. I mean, that was just stupid. What a great play. I thought it was a bad decision when they first threw it because I it see all those guys there. Bad, I go, oh, right? no. Well, but it was so perfectly placed. When you got a six-foot-five monster out there, you just put it where only he can get it, right? Yeah, he certainly did. Manny said – Punters never get a lot of love. Stout was sniping. He absolutely he was. was. He was booting it, and he was putting it in the corner. You know, you never want to, to kick it and leave a guy in the middle of the field where he can go left, right, where he has all his options. I love he's pinning guys in the corner. Well, and, and he's going to have to. Team. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, because we're the last in the league in punt yards. Oh. Out. There you so go. So he's going to have to stay on his game because before the game today, we were last in the league, and with Justice that was previously out, and then with Tylen still out. Yeah. You know, our, our our punt team is certainly not the, the top of the top right now. Right, yeah. Um, so he's going to have to keep putting being real strategic. Well, the, the, the punt up. return didn't help to be in the only one of the year so far. Yeah. He gave up that kick, that punt return, which right. was a block in the back that they picked mm -hmm. up. So that didn't help. But, yeah, you're right. They, gotta, but, they certainly got to climb out of the hole there. Another positive, I want to give a shout-out to the entire D-line. Every single guy from Michael Pierce – uh, Justin Meta BK, Broderick Washington, Travis Jones, all made significant plays today. Yep. All of them. Yep. Uh, I mean, those and Brent Urban, right? Didn't he have the uh, end of the game as well? I mean, Brent and at the beginning of the game. So they yep. were active all over the place. I think they're an under uh under publicized, not here by us, but just nationally an under-recognized group of guys. I mean, I think that they are just they were in their bag today, the big boys up front. And yep. uh, that was that was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, no doubt. They they played their ass off. They kind of pushed around that offensive line. Look, Jacob said they're not as good as what's nationally recognized. Like the, most people nationally think the Browns have a top three offensive line. He said they haven't played that way yeah. so far. Cannabis Time says reinforcements coming soon. Great team win. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw uh, Josina Anderson kind of tweeted a little bit about that saying uh, that – timetables at least will be known as soon as tomorrow uh for some About of these guys Odell. yeah but i expect odell to be out there very soon stanley out there very soon Mar marlin as well to be out there very soon uh but yeah i don't know what happened to van noy but he he comes he explodes he has that that quick pass rush around that big right tackle yep. where but then i didn't see him like did he get yeah. hurt i, I guess yeah 
Yeah, I'm trying to look weird. to see if there's anybody on Twitter talking about Thanks, it. But I'm I don't know why I ever thought it was a good idea up. to depend on a cougar to win my over-under competition. That was stupid. <laughs> what did I do that for? Like, what was I? Like, come on, man. Uh, Sean yeah, Bisher Sean. says, look, I know Harvest gets a lot of hate, but when he's going to get – but when he's he's going to get his flowers for how well this team always plays, even with numerous injuries year after year, he's got to get credit. Absolutely. Look, this is something that Glenn and I have – I've agreed. We agree on a lot, but we also disagree on a lot. But one thing I think that Glenn and I have always mutually agreed upon is that John Harbaugh is one of the best. And one of the things that John is absolutely great at, I think I'm going to say that John Harbaugh is the best at this in the NFL, is building depth in his team. Mm-hmm. The, the back end of the roster guys, the Geno Stones, the Darius Washingtons, even you think of like a Broderick Washington, the development of him. Uh, Justice Hill. Justice Hill, right? Like, there's always Gus Edwards. Like, look at our yeah. backfield. You know what I mean? There's there's no Najee Harris in the backfield right now, right? Like, there's no, like, first-round pick. But Michael Pierce, I mean. Yeah, well, I guess the only first-round pick we got back there is Melvin Gordon. But you understand my point is that, John, the third, the the back three-fourths of that roster, two th- you know, the back one-third of that roster, he does a, such a good job at bringing them up to a level that they are able to play, compete, and I forgot yeah. who the, the, who it was um, that said it, but yeah, when they say next man up here in Baltimore, they mean it, right? There's a reason why we're always consistent in the playoffs. We're always in contention. It has a lot mm-hmm. to do with John and his development as players. Sean, you're absolutely right. People can say what they want about John Harbaugh, um, and I think a lot of it is unwarranted, but you can't say that he doesn't develop and prepare his his guys to have a deep, deep football team. Yes, 100% right. I said it, Jimbo. I don't care. It's 100%. <laughs> I mean, it's it's impressive. You lose, he's, No one has lost more starters this year than the Ravens. Yeah. And everyone knows what they've been through the last few years. So this isn't a new thing. And what does John do? He puts them in a position to always compete. And, and look, now they're going to be sitting atop the AFC North uh, once again. So Tone the Virgo says, great win. Roquan kept his word. Dude, Roquan Smith and Pat Queen are just monsters. I mean, he could. He almost had two left-handed interceptions today. Oh my God! Queen comes up the middle, buck clock him with a running back, goes right through the guy, mm-hmm. absolutely erases the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, those two. Uh, let's see. It's always wonderful to see fans of the opposing team leave. Hopefully, oh, we I know. see the same thing next week in Pittsburgh. Um, I didn't see. By the way, I, I saw this stat. I don't know if Pittsburgh or if the Bears pulled it off today. They, they didn't. Abs- they didn't. They the lost. Bears still have not won since they traded away Roquan Smith. Oh my God! How's that for a don't stat, tell bruh? me? Don't How's tell that? me that inside linebacker doesn't matter. How's that, bro? I know they just traded Roquan to go and uh, and get uh, Claypool and sign the kid from Buffalo. Ed- Edmonds. Now they're gonna cut him. Yeah, and now they're gonna cut Claypool. They're trying to trade him because the guy doesn't try. Hey man, yep. he's yep. a monster. Him, yeah, him they, and Miles, uh, Mapletron, Mapletron. Him and uh, who is it? Miles Boykin can go like hang yeah. out. You know, they can start a camp yep. for tall wide receivers that that don't know how to uh, t- high point the ball. Dude, Pittsburgh's in trouble next week. But I'll say this: I'm not so positive that Mitch Trubisky is a downgrade from well, from Kenny he played, Pickett. He, I don't think he is either. But he played terrible against us last year before they put in Pickett. Remember? I just think they're both not like neither of them are good. I don't think any of them are good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they're both the they're the same to me. Like I don't like yeah. it's one doesn't scare well, me. Well, I'm just sweating other. it. The only thing I sweat about I'm sweating about Pittsburgh is 22. That makes me real nervous. That's all. Yeah, what the no, flock no says. 
Hannah, what'd you say? I said I just sweat about number twenty-two. That's my big concern with Pittsburgh. Twenty-two, Najee. Yeah, who yeah. lost his I'm, job? I'm real to, nervous about Najee. Yeah, uh, what the flock says, good win. Why are we not taking any deep shots? You not using Zay the way he's built, 40 plus yak in college, and has three to four per receptions need to, to keep offensive line. Um, I don't mean to cut you off, Glenn, but the offensive yeah. line, when you bring in backups and you got a guy like Miles Garrett and you got Zadarius Smith, I think what happens with the flock is that Lamar just wasn't given the time. I, or at least, I, they, but they didn't even game plan to allow, like they didn't even want to try. They're like, we're not going to have the time. Yeah. Like they didn't even go in to see, like, do we got the, t no, we're not going to have the time. So we're not even going to try it. But I do hope that that changes when you know, we get some reinforcements and we play maybe a team that, but it might not happen next week. Cause they got TJ Watt next week. So uh, we may be in for much. Well, we might be game. able to pull something off if we can get, I mean, do we know the extent of Morgan Moses's injury? It didn't look good. Uh, it didn't look good because he's hanging. But I don't know. He's, he's Dude, every time I say that, he ends up suiting up. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. And then if Ronnie can come back next week, which I, I think Ronnie's back next week, uh, we'll, we'll make a big difference. With Linderbaum back, that already made a huge difference. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll continue to see what happens. Oh, a with big, big difference. Yeah, yeah with, with Morgan Moses. But, yeah, poor, poor – look, man, you got – I don't think you, anybody could rag on McCarry too much today. No, I mean, you're giving an impossible task and, you know, you're a, he did his absolute best, right? Like how many, how many times do we talk about how much McCary tries and Dag Nabbit, all he did was go out there and try, man. I mean, he has to come back to the yeah. sideline. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of Channing Crowder talk about this, but he's like, I was the guy that was out there like, coach, you're lining up, you're lining up against, you're lining me up against uh, LaDainian Thomason to, to cover him in coverage. Really? I can't do that. Like <laughs> McCary's got to come back and be like, coach. I'm trying here. You understand that, right? Like it might yeah. not look like it, but I'm trying, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, no doubt. No. Oh, by to... the way, I got something I'm pissed off about. Your boy Stevens got called for that deep pass interference. Yeah. Complete garbage. BS. Dude, the ball was nowhere near the receiver. Yeah. Why so don't the receiver they ever call the this brakes. anymore? Yeah. Dude, it's so dumb. He puts the brakes on it and then he gets rear-ended by, by Stevens. It's like, well, how, how does he – that ball was in no way in any universe going to be completed. It was a complete bailout. They pick up 37 yards. This game should have been a shutout, Jimbo. That's how they got three points. You're this right. was a shutout win for the Ravens except for that BS. I mean, I, I just uh, – it's like crazy, dude. Like, what does the corner do there? There's He has no chance to do anything but what happened on that play. Right. Yeah, well, uh, the league is set up for corners to lose. Yeah, and I mean we've seen we've seen guys that plenty just put the brakes on, right? Um, yeah, it's, like, it's it's bull crap, dude. Yeah. If all it takes is one coach to start scheming that shit up, yeah. and he could easily take advantage of that type of stuff. Well, it's just like the it's like the swoop in basketball. You know, what I'm talking about like the the what is it called the swipe through or whatever. Oh yeah, the yeah the yeah, yeah the, rip the rip through, through yeah. yeah the rip yep. through yeah. So it's it's the same thing. So hopefully, and the NBA is kind or of or the jump into them. The, yeah, the pump fake jump into him. Yeah, so hopefully the league will catch on to that. And but you're right. I mean, what this? I never see this called anymore. Like uncatchable. Right. Never like, dude, called. That anymore. ball had no chance of ever like, being let's caught. Let's use human logic. Amari right. Cooper is not catching that football. Never. Megatron was not catching that. No. Football. No. That should be the rule. If Megatron wasn't gonna catch that, then no one was gonna catch that. Yeah, that was like, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was absolutely crazy. But let me but... ask you this: Speaking of Brandon, when when hum when Humphrey does come back, whenever that is, mm -hmm. um, 
is Brandon next to him? Is it on the other side of him, or is it Darby? I think it to me it's been uh, Darby's been fantastic, dude. That's like, what I'm saying. I they mean both that guy. Well. But I think it's going to be a combination of all of them because I think Marlon will spend a lot of time inside because of the need there and because he's he's better. I mean, he's our best outside, but he's also our best inside option now. And so if we have better outside corners than we do inside, and you throw logically, Kyle, or, uh, right. you kick Marlon inside Marlon and then inside, yeah. you can be more creative with what you do with Kyle Hamilton. Because let's not forget, Marlon Humphrey is a, a fantastic blitzer too. I mean, this yeah. guy, you Super put physical, him in that role and let him – Dude, and explode faster than Kyle Hamilton. Like, mm -hmm. you know, who, by the way, shout out to Kyle for getting the interception that sealed sealed the uh, the, the end of the game, really. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they – I love I love Clowney's nickname for him, the Avatar. I do, too. That's it, so it, – it's so on point. Like, he's it, just – It's so true. He moves like an incredible safety, but he's just gigantic in comparison to other safety. Uh, all of a sudden, your audio is going in. Is that just me? Yeah. No. Yeah. Am I back? There we go. There we go. Yeah, you're good now. Cool. I think it just picked up the car that drove by. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. I think what happened. Um, um, let's see here. What's Don C got to say here, DK? Don C. Yeah, oh, Don, yeah, shout out to Don C, by the way. That's right. Great. You join us as always. Great win, guys. Love this team and our community. Hit that like button. That's yes, right, Don. Sir. We appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, yeah, we got three. Uh, we got oh, we got a couple hundred in here, a few hundred in here. That's right. Hit the like button. It helps us out a lot. It's free. Takes one second. That's gets right. us out there to more fans. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. Know that we greatly appreciate it. Now, one thing we didn't get to see today, Jimbo, and I want to know uh, if you're still nervous because I think you were last week. We didn't get to see or have an opportunity for Justin Tucker to redeem himself today. After his miss last week, uh, how you feeling about? You still okay with Justin Tucker? You still feeling okay? Not worried about? You know, him? I'll give him another week. He's got a pretty short leash, though. <laughs> We're gonna have to bring somebody else in and compete with him. Uh, yeah, I'm doing we'll okay. See if Medvic's available. Yeah, okay, oh, good. Gosh, didn't he? Get, uh, I don't even know if he didn't he try punting. Wasn't that his new thing? Yeah, he was doing both, and then I think he went to just one, and yeah. Didn't go so well. But, yeah, I mean, this was an absolute much-needed much, much needed win. Uh, Lamar played his ass off, went absolutely crazy. Justice Hill, I think, had the biggest day on the ground, even though Gus had the most carries. Gus also had, you know, had a pretty good day. Mark Andrews, five catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Zay Flowers continues his fantastic rookie year. Uh, Roquan leads the way with double-digit tackles again. This was a complete team win, a, a win that I think can't – even though you're going up against a backup – and a very inexperienced backup, the Ravens are now 2-0 and in the division on the road. And that is absolutely, like, insane. I mean, you, you, the fact that you're starting 2-0 and in the division right. on the road can't go unnoticed. I think it could come down unhealthy. to tiebreakers. Completely unhealthy with guys and reinforcements on the way. I mean, I am just absolutely uh, – I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot better from last week. Like, And let, let's just say it. Let's just say it. We're gonna we're gonna win next week on the road and be three and zero in the division all on the road. All on the and, road. And bro. in week and by week what week six? Yeah. Week yeah. five. Week five. Right. Oh no. Yeah. yeah week five. Week, week five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Week five. We'll have three yeah, division just, wins. I mean, I'm not I'm not nervous about the the Steelers game. I know I know that the Steelers are gonna fight and 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 play with a lot of passion and grit and all these other things, but I just don't think they got the guys to get it done. So, um, yeah, yeah. that that that'll be exciting, but. Man, you're right. This is it's looking up, baby. It's looking up. I'm excited about the squad, and I hope we really um, get some health back. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, – let me just look at my notes real quick. I want to see if I've been – got to get to our competition here, Jimbo, too. Of course we do. Of course we, gotta, we do. We got to get to our competition results. Just like every week, we have our internal and fan competition with a series of over-under predictions and closest to the pin uh, as well. And so we have to go over our results because DK just painstakingly tallied all of the over-unders. Yeah. Uh, I so just want to say Mark had two touchdowns, and I predicted that. You did. You predicted. Uh, uh, that's that's where it ended. Uh, and and this is, by the way, brought to you by BetUS. Uh, if you want to get your your first deposit match, type in our promo code four ten and get one hundred and twenty five percent matched up to twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, go visit BetUS. But let's get into it here, DK. What was our first over under, and how did it shake out here? Let's see here. We have one queued up. Is it, is it coming? Yeah, it's there. Okay. Yeah, my oh, Ra- Ravens rushing yards, 160. Uh, it was under at 130. It was 160 and a half. It was under at 131. And uh, let's see. We, Glenn and I were right, and this is where my day ended. DK was right. I only got one out of four. No, DK was incorrect. Incorrect. Sorry, DK was incorrect. I apologize. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Oh, Thrilling. this one was bad, dude. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar receiving yards. He had a big no-show today. Only four receiving yards. Almost had that one in the end zone. Beautiful throw by Lamar, but he couldn't stomp that second foot. So he goes under the 24-and-a-half total DK set. We all were wrong about that one. We all predicted he would have much bigger impact in this game. He goes really uh, relatively unnoticed outside of a near-miss touchdown. All right, let's get into the next one here. Defensive over-under. First one. Ravens sacks over under two and a half. Three, it goes barely over, Jimbo. And, you know, I think this was, I think me and DK were aided by the fact that DTR was the starter. Uh, but, you but, think? Well, you never know, though, because Deshaun Watson is known to hold the ball quite some time, which causes sacks. So who knows who would have been right had he started. But I will say you did put that prediction in thinking Deshaun would be the quarterback. Uh, so me and DK are once again correct. And let's move on to the last one. Kyle Van Noy over under two and, two and a half tackles. He has zero impact in the game. I'm concerned that he may have sustained an injury because he looked fast coming around that edge. And then I didn't see him the rest of the game. So yeah. uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see what happened to Van Noy. But he goes completely as a non-factor in the game. All right. First tiebreaker. Total score over under 40 and a half points. We all said over, and we were all wrong. Again, one <laughs> big factor is DTR was the starter. It made the Browns very ineffective offensively. Yeah. Uh, so we were all incorrect about that. And then closest to the pin, second tiebreaker, Ravens 296 total yards, which, I mean, no surprise here. I predicted the closest total. I won this week's over-under. I am now on what's officially a streak. Because mm-hmm. we're talking two in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't ever see me really relinquishing my position as first in this competition. Wait, you're not first. Huh? You're not first, are you? I think I'm first. I, well, today was the end of week four, right? Yeah, and, and I, I have, have the first two, wins. two wins. Yeah, but if you look at kind of who's going up and who's peaked early mm-hmm. and starting to trend down. I think we know who's in first. Like if they listen to the standings, they that would put doesn't me, make sense. Why then though? You. Why would they put they me first? Put, well, they got to put someone first. When they put the yeah. stand, they don't put both teams they can next put to one each other, and one, right? 
Well, they, they don't see, have enough time. You know what I'm saying? They see. They see the meteoric rise. <laughs> the meteoric rise from Glenn. Oh. Yes, and Luis, I broke the curse. That's right. I win. The Ravens win. By the hey. way, Jimbo, the Ravens just um, last week they are this past Friday they just live streamed. Edgewood Rams home against Joppa Town. Clowney was there. Tavius Robinson was oh, there. Dang. And you I called there. the game. I was supposed to take my son. And, dude, I didn't know they were going to be there. I was just going to take him because he likes to go to football. And I did had no idea that they were there with the cameras live streamed, all that. And I just forgot to take him. And it was the one game that, they, that the Ravens were there. Kadri's calling it. By the way, the guy calling it with Kadri had a sore throat. I could have stepped in and saved this guy. Dude, Glenn. You know what I mean? Glenn. Dude, Sounded you, horrible. Look, you're now in second place just for that. Dude, I'm so mad. I literally told Katie two weeks before that I was taking him to that game. Had no idea all that other stuff was even happening. I was just taking him because it's right there. Look, that was that was pure inspiration, and then you forgot. Mm-hmm. You got to write things down. Write down your inspiration, Glenn. Uh, uh, hey, bro, come on. You're now in second place for that. I think that the folks would agree. Right I here, mean, dude. I could have walked. I know. I think Camden, you probably heard the band for real. Oh, for real. I hear the band. Like, dude, come on, Glenn. That close. Uh, James Lee Wiley says, best thing Steelers and Bengals lost yeah. big time. And, and this we Bengals are unraveling. Dude, they're a disaster. They're Jamar Chase, did you see his post game? No. What did he, what he, he said, say? I'm frustrated. I'm always open. I'm always fucking open. Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. spaghetti. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and he wants that Justin Jefferson money, so you know he's pissed, dude. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. It makes me so happy, dude. And the other thing too, we got shout out John Harbaugh, 150th career dude, win today. 50 wins in the NFL, insane, crazy. Yeah, it's not normal. No, let me just see here though. I, I'm just kind of curious what the Pussycats did today from a box score standpoint because I mean, once again. A stinker to the Titans? Are the Titans good, Jimmy? No. I mean, I think they're okay, but I don't think they're good. No. You answered it right the first word you yeah. said. Heck yeah. no. Joe yeah. Burrow today, 20 of 30, no touchdowns. Yeah. None. Terrible. It's not good. That's not good. So, yeah, yeah, this is a good day to be a Ravens fan. Good day to be a Baltimore sports fan. Yes, sir. Shout out to my Terps, by the way. 5-0. 5-0. and Dude, looking absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm Best predicting now. In the Big Ten, right? They're going to sneak one of these big boys in the in the Big Ten this year. This Ooh. is not the same Ooh. Terps team that's going to lay down and get their, their, their doors blown off by Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Not no more. The Terps are back, baby. Hey, I hope I hope you're right. I absolutely hope you're right, um, man. But uh, yeah, a lot of positivity going on in Baltimore right now. Obviously, the Ravens won, and and with those having the week that they had, uh, you know, there's a couple things that I I think that it's important to at least bring up, and we'll dig into this deeper on Tuesday. Is is you know we've got to see the health of the offensive line. I think it's got to improve. Uh, we've got to figure out what's going on in the edge. Clowney's been our only consistent guy right now, and depending on Clowney, based on his health. Um, history is always hey, knock going, on right? some stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Java went to the uh, Java went to IR, IR so you know we got some things, and and you know we're not perfect here. So um, let's get them right. I mean, let's just get them right. Let's see if they can get the deep pass going. Uh, like you said, I mean, we're up against another pass rush 
that uh, in in Blitzburg that that can get it done. So it's really interesting today. But I'll tell you what, the number one thing, Glenn, can we stop with the fumble? Can we stop with the fumbles? Got to clean it up, man. Got to yeah. clean it up. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Other than that, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a great game. Uh, Mark Andrews obviously back on the board uh, yep. with two touchdowns. Had a great game himself. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what, what we can do moving forward. But the offense is still evolving, yep. still, you know, still can continue to get better. Uh, and they're moving while they're sustaining injuries, which is impressive. Yeah. And, and like they said, I need to see more vertical passing from this offense still. I need to see it, but that could be just again, based on the time the offensive line provides, but also the skill position talent we have on the outside. And hopefully we're getting some of those guys back in the coming weeks. Uh, but look, we'll be back on Tuesday. We got obviously our weekly film session with Cole Jackson, uh, who will be breaking down this awesome, awesome win from a more, uh, you know, from a film perspective to see really, you know, who was showing out and who who still has some things they got to work on. But uh, yeah, so don't forget this Tuesday, eight o'clock. Be here uh, uh, with us, and that's all for us tonight. We'll talk to you guys soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.